0: Welcome for a new recording session of our HR Meetup podcast, a project sponsored by Transforma Brussels, a co working space and innovation center in collaboration with our host of today, Hotel Le Plaza in Brussels, and the Podcast Factory. I have today Jana Gal here here with me. She's like a, a professional career consultant. Hi, Jana. Hello. We start each podcast with a classic question. If you think back to your child's dream and today, what has happened? What what have you realized, and and what didn't uh, happen? Tell us all about it.
1: As a child, I had many dreams. I, I suppose every child has. So, and to pick up one is quite difficult, but okay, I think of one, which is, uh, I wanted to have a supernatural ability, uh, which it would be, I wish I could know what other people are thinking, what they think, and what their intention is. It was something I was really sucked into, and I was imagining how, how it would be if I could read minds. You know, mm-hmm.
0: that makes and two of us. Hmm? Yeah.
1: I still have that dream today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are ways, nobody there where you can approach this dream a bit. But yes, on the end, I didn't become any mind reader, actually. And my career went uh, from I study in Germany in intracultural communication <laughs> and ethnology. And uh, then after graduation, I started to work for HR. Why did you choose for intercultural? Actually, another childhood dream was I I wish I could uh, travel a lot. And I knew why other, I mean, people from other countries think how they think, what they think actually, what is for them important, what is Mm -hmm. not important, what is for them great, what is bad, you know, I wanted to know because... Maybe people from other countries look different, they mm-hmm. they have different customs, and still, they could be very similar to us, that's how I thought, because um, you should know I am from East Europe, and we could not travel that time, so for us, it was always big. You know, one of the biggest dreams was, yeah, to visit Paris, which I know for you guys it's not a big deal, but for us was, you know, to see Paris and die. This is what we said. So I, I wanted so much to study abroad. It was my, like, wow, if this could happen, this would be something. So I reached that dream after several years. It was not immediately after the high school, but I was working for that. And then I reached that. Um, I went through several stages in life. And then I started to study with, I think, 22 or 23 years old when others are already ready from the universities, you know. So I finished the university and then I started to work for HR.
0: You mentioned you studied abroad. So you studied in Paris? I studied in uh, Germany,
1: in Munich. That was for me, Paris would be the dream, of course, Mm. but I didn't speak French and I could not see the path to get there, you know, mm-hmm. so I saw very clearly how to get maybe to a German-speaking country, okay. so it was easier.
0: And then you have like your certificate, Yeah. and then you go to HR, and you... I went to HR because, you know, then happened something,
1: I maybe I got a little bit stressed that I may not get a job at all, because the study was very much concentrated on really... Things which I I could not imagine on the end to to do it for life, even if it's you know when the passion gets so big that you cannot digest. You know, it was like people were su- uh, suddenly end of the study started to sign for different projects around the world, like to work uh, in um, I know uh, Australia or work to in uh, New Guinea or something. For me, it was too much. You know, mm-hmm. I was already abroad and I could not imagine how would I how would I go on. That much, it was too much for me. So I stayed on the ground (laughs) and I said, oh God, on the end, I'm 30 and I need really a proper job. (laughs) Sounds boring, but I mean, it was exciting Mm. for me because, you know, I was living in almost community with uh, Rasta, furry people, with people, they were very much on art and suddenly I would go to business. What? How would, you know, and I thought, yeah, I... I wanted to try and see it, how business works. I know that people usually have the passion other way around, that they say, Mm -hmm. oh, enough business, now I want to live, you know, my my heart, my passion, everything. But I thought, I I sort of, I have been living eight years in this nature, in this, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I I need something else, something different, and I, I really wanted to try in business. I didn't know how, but... Then it came, you know, I started, there was an offer from Siemens on coding. I didn't know how to code website. I thought I will learn it in some course, crash course. But, you know, my luck was, it was a year. They that, hired you? Yeah, on the end. Because, on ni- the end. you know, end of 90s, you, mm-hmm. you learn HTML is not a big deal. And I got the knowledge and I had some other, you know, I I get some two semesters of um, informatic, which is programming, you know. I just tried and, and I had it in my profile and they thought, okay, she would be, why not? Because it was anyway helping role, it was not some some high managerial any, anything you know was at s- starting position so at Siemens so I started to work for sales department in Siemens as an um, assistant of for for this you know intranet website mm-hmm. and uh, this was a job during the study so this was my first touch on business so then I the journey to HR would not it mm-hmm. was not that difficult i was already you know.
0: We're still in Germany, At that stage, or? that time was
1: still in Germany mm-hmm. when I came. I, I met my husband, who mm-hmm. is a Hungarian. So we were, you know, on thinking, okay, which country now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like a
0: nice question.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. Which country we will exactly? Go to. Well, we were thinking, OK, now we could have, we could have, we could stay in Germany, but not really, because it was still before the Czech Republic mm. um, and the rest of the East Europe could really work there. It was before 2003. So we were thinking about, you know, maybe. Uh, then u k was a little bit more open, so we stayed there for half a year, something. and then the decision came so what now? And I felt like you know i I cannot start another adventure, starting really bottom line, mm-hmm. learning the language. I need really a proper job, proper career. I really need to start to to build up something continuously. <laughs> yes, so, This is how I went to HR, because one of my other passion is learning, like life learning and continual learning. You know, You see, I studied this ethnology and intercultural communication and still I was like keen on many other things like this informatic, which is the programming. I just wanted to have this skill and I thought, yeah, HR and the training department would be exactly for me to think. Mm -hmm. And it was really for some years I I spent there. I I was totally happy. Mm -hmm.
0: But then there was a moment that you wanted more. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how it goes, Yeah, Yeah, but that's life, that's okay. So, but I, okay, uh, there were several stages until I realized this. And yes, I realized that fact some five years ago, I was thinking more and more in in the HR department and in a big companies is outsourced. The expert work is outsourced. And since I know about myself, I'm not really good manager, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love to be expert and I could not be expert because in uh, big companies, you know, in multinationals, you have like the the, um, profound role, the important role is the managerial role. And as much as possible to outsource unless you are the your core is, is mm-hmm. around the expertise. Yeah. But, but then I thought I I would like to be expert. I would like to go more into the expertise and work really only that what I do my best. So that I, reflection
0: phase, it was like how many times? Do we speak in months, in years? Months. Mm-hmm. It it came gradually, and I always tried
1: like with my own proactivity or something to persuade the manager, hey, come and give me more of this. And But I saw, no, the you know, decision not comes that's... from up. Mm-hmm. It's not that you change it, even no. if you, you know, you, you must then have a choice. Either mm-hmm. you go what the company needs to be done or you
0: decide to go for your, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the
1: decision. And in this time exactly, my husband came and said, you know, I have assignment in Brussels, so we pack and we go. Say what?
0: <laughs> okay, all
1: right then. Okay, so we are go. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So that, that was in w- which year? This was um, four years ago. Ah, okay. So, so it's here very here. recently. Yeah, we are four okay. years ago. And here. then you came to Belgium. And mm-hmm. what happened? On the beginning, it was. What was your, your first impression of Belgium, of, of um, business in Belgium? Oh. Was it similar to Germany?
1: I cannot say, look mm. at this. Because from a business side, I suddenly happen to be housewife okay. at home. So no business, no structure, no colleagues, no uh, telephone uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, for your okay. use and computer and nothing. It's just shores, the house shores. Uh, try to find your tribe. Mm-hmm. from yourself, out yourself, try to find out what you will do with your long hours, because our, our daughter is 10 years old, so she, she went to uh, school. Ha! And then I thought, what shall I do with my time? What shall I do at all? And now I don't speak the local languages. So while I after a while I find out that I'm not alone in this situation. There are more of us. <laughs> actually many, actually almost... All the partners who are accompanying the expat
0: mm-hmm.
1: are in a very very similar situation so I just started to build community around me and I started to give um, courses or workshops and offer yeah offer what I can you know mm-hmm. which is the i I loved uh, talent management I love to see in people their you know passion and skills and and I felt. So pity. When I saw, you know, a lawyer, accountant, I know, financial advisor, and they were sitting in front of me and said, I don't know what to do with my time. I don't know what to do with my, with my hours. Okay, uh, coffee here, coffee there with other moms. It's not bad, you know, but where is the purpose in my life? It's great to go to French class. Okay, it's great to go to gym, to have time for myself, but where is my life purpose? mm mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, that's what I know. I know for myself. So this is where I start to build my activity, mm-hmm. my project.
0: And that passion for talent, it, if, where where does it come from? Has it always been there, or this this question I never asked myself? But or was it because you are confronted with uh, other other people not uh, not knowing what to do with their time that you that you said, but. Uh, I did it, I did it for the company, there was what I
1: actually, next to recruiting, I loved. I, I liked the best, you know, mm-hmm. recruiting was one thing, the stuffing, you know, the exact match for the position and the, the other was, okay, how how can we rise the people up, you know, mm-hmm. when someone, you see a talent and, and you know, it, he needs certain something, something, something. Help here, help there, and then he goes, you know, and he's surprised and he 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 makes the impact, and I love that on uh, assessment centers to to see it, you know, when or development center when when you have people in front of you acting, performing, and you know even they are able to do in in their positions the same, but you know covered mm-hmm. not not maybe too much, so I love that spirit and I love to observe and say hey that's what I see and you don't use it why you know let let's. Take more focus on, on this skill because I believe that this is something unique. And I have seen many, you know, during the recruiting process, during the different trainings. And so I have seen many people acting in different situations. So for me, see now um, observing um, the experts' poses, the let's say, in, in now, you know, high-qualified women in sudden or sudden position of uh, family back manager mm-hmm. slash housewife something still acting on the workshops I see the skills in there and and their passion when they speak about something you immediately can spot it you say ah that's what she you know gets fire in when she speaks about so go after it try to develop it more we
0: will see Mm-hmm. And that is what I, what I love, actually. That's like a very nice chapter of your life in Belgium. So today you are like a career consultant on a professional base. It's what you do for a living today? Or is it like a hobby that you do ah. for, for people you know? Or, or do you do it on a professional base or not? Exactly. This is uh, the moment where I have
1: to decide. Till now, it was like, oh, let's try. I like mm. it. Volunteering. And I am like, you know, this month maybe very soon I have to do my own VAT. You have to decide and, what uh, to do register with it. and start to pay, you know, mm-hmm. and and receive money. Mm-hmm. And this is for me still like, yeah, I think I'm already there. I have websites, you know, I have already prepared a lot, so mm-hmm. I do go you, for it.
0: Do you base your talent management on a model that exists, or is it like feeling wise? Do you know what I mean? Mm, if it's on uh, some existing theory, theory. The model, do you do
1: you base? No, I develop myself my own. Is why uh, because I connect the experience what I have from and from the other side the experience mm-hmm. what. This special, unique, I don't want to call it position, this is a life um, stage or position of them because I have a special focus on on these people who are Mm -hmm. highly qualified, who want to change and do something differently and still on a crossroad, they don't know what. Mm -hmm. So this would be uh, an ideal uh... ideal situation for you to come in. Exactly. This is the situation Mm -hmm. where I come in and say, okay, so... The, the Ikigai theory, let's say, a uh, very simple one of this uh, four, mm-hmm. the structure of the four cycles, which is what is your experience, what is your skill, what is your passion and what the world needs. You Know and then in the middle is the um, sweet spot where Do, do you sprayed. like
0: uh do a SWOT analyze or or
1: mm, it, SWOT analyze is always interesting to mm-hmm. to have but I think this is high to okay when I take it a little bit down in special case I can I can use it as well mm-hmm. but um, you know as, as such
0: for the business cases is too, too high to maybe too complicated for that for that. Why is it too complicated? because in a SWOT Analyze, you you have like the strengths the weaknesses so so it's the opportunities yeah, and the threats the, yeah. yeah so it's like you you can put a person on a SWOT Analyze and mm. then you have like uh, you have like the manual to to decide okay i see this you can go in that di- direction or 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 not mm. maybe i should think it uh, with a different
1: angle and see what what i can use from mm. that or no, it it was less, just like an idea that uh, yeah, that popped not? up.
0: So so how does a uh, how do you call it? it, it is it like I um, I don't know? Is it like a therapy or, or is it like a, a session? One one talent uh, management mm-hmm. session or, or how do we do it? Yeah, how how does I, it go? Yes, I um, with the time you know I do it something like
1: over more than one year. I started mm-hmm. privately to do it in open like 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 a higher hotel, but then. Um, room but then it has high costs On mm-hmm. I want it really to be low with the cost and to make it approachable and as well you never know who comes in so for me now on the safe side and this is really practical uh, decision is I join institutions so I do it for the British schools of Brussels for example and then I know who comes in mm-hmm. and um, is somehow as well more easy as a connection point or mm-hmm. for for the American uh, Women Club, again, you know, mm-hmm. people are somehow on one on one base is easier than when I remember. Um, often came people from really various backgrounds, which is for me very interesting. But you know, not that much when they should. I, I don't know how. Uh, yeah, maybe for inspiration, yes. But then when they should work on something together, then is then is difficult because some someone is.
0: With the age, for example, mm-hmm. is there discrepancies and then, and then like... Okay, uh, but, you know. but then you have like a person that comes to you and says, Jana, I have a problem. I don't know what to do with my uh, professional life. I'm like on a cross point yes. and I have to choose now. Can you help me? Yes. Then how do you, go. how do you, how does it go? Do we discuss, do we do it uh, like an intake and then the session starts or, or tell me, how does it go? I usually ask a lot and
1: I start with the uh, passions. Mm-hmm. So what you like, mm-hmm. then what you ever have done before. Mm-hmm. And what from this, where was the overlapping? What from what you have done, you loved? Where was the special app, you know, where you felt, oh, I am in my element. Mm-hmm. This is me, exactly. And there we, we try to... Take it and uh, yeah, but it was far there, you know. It was when I was still living home back, I know in in Spain and something. But it's not possible to to do it here. Yeah, this is maybe what we think is not possible because back there I was scientist for this one company there. Okay, scientist of uh, okay biology. Okay, what 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 is everything about biology? Tell me you like, and then we 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 search so called. I, I love this expression, portable career, mm-hmm. you know, something. What you can carry from place to place is still your element, is still the skills which you, which you love to use and has some continuity which you go mm-hmm. with. So let's say your husband will be relocated to UK, so you take it again. And doesn't matter where place you are, you can, you can use it. Again, mm-hmm. your skills and the field you love, you know. And sometimes it shifts, you know. Sometimes the skills is stronger and the field doesn't matter. It, mm-hmm. we, can, we can play a lot
0: with this. Do you have like
1: one success uh, story? I love the story of somebody who used to live here and there. Really many, many places. But, okay, I would, I would be very concrete. So she is originally from Holland, she used to live in Scotland, where uh, she continued to education, then they relocated to uh, Singapore, from Singapore again back to Europe somewhere, and then back to Singapore, and from Singapore again to, uh, to Europe, uh, to Brussels. And she used to be architect. But she could not use this skill and nothing from that while moving to Singapore. But there she started because she loved be uh, integration with um, interaction with people. Mm-hmm. So she started to work for museum in Singapore, and she developed really strong passion from for for museum and for mm-hmm. you know from for, um, for heritage. That after seven years because they lived quite long time in Singapore. She became a president of really high institution in Singapore in a museum and then relocated back to Belgium. She could suddenly not find the same here. But then she worked around like, okay, I what I love is exactly to show people something nice. What I like is uh, walking in the nature. So she took a course on na- as a nature walk, walk, walker. And A nature guide. This is mm-hmm. the this is the proper one, and basically the career like remodeled mm-hmm. into something which the passion stayed, but it could be used here. And she knew really wonderful things about to, to tell about the gardens here and about buildings, and then you know take even take the a tourist with her on on these walks. And next to it, she loved photography so you know these two things just you know match so nicely together that you continue with something which is your passion and you can even earn but your focus before was like oh i cannot find this one job in museum here i must work in museum But hmm. how they think okay but what is the passion actually is it the building, the museum, the exponents? What is it? No, talking to people and show them something unique I know best about. So then you can, okay. you can work with it.
0: That's a nice story. <laughs> okay. Jana, if we want to contact you, if, if uh, there are like auditors that says, oh, but I want to uh, talk to uh, Jana about my talents and see what, where they can possibly uh, get me, um, how, how do we contact you?
1: I have a website,
0: one to maybe the a more appropriate one, is uh, called Find Your Vocation. Dot com and there we can find some explanations and your contacts exactly okay yeah. thank you Jana <laughs> we have like for all our guests three general questions on our main team HR so first question is what is for you a good HR okay.
1: I think of uh, HR as a business partner yeah mm-hmm. this is
0: somebody who stands behind
1: and who knows very well the business. Okay, it's not the first one who has the decision and the whole all the responsibility, but it's the one who knows very well what is it about, what the vision is, where the company goes, and like think a little bit ahead, because it's about the um, people's market, mm-hmm. the manage people's market. And this is extremely difficult. Towards the market, with the goods, with with what what the the business market is, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And to meet sometimes this too is very difficult and that's, for me, good HR is to managing both.
0: That's like your ideal HR person, I I suppose. If you think about HR today as it uh, exists, what are the weaknesses and, and the strengths
1: well, I, you know, it's as well a uh, couple of years where I uh, have been um, close to HR folks. So maybe mm-hmm. now the development is already somewhere else. So I think the strength was always empathy to be able to listen, to be able to adjust. And this is sometimes even the weakness. But I see the real weakness in sometimes not being interested in a business too much you know mm-hmm. my role is to be the advisor but uh, so mm-hmm. what do you know about sales this this month oh, I don't know why is not my my role this is not my mm-hmm. you know and I think it is very strongly you need to be really aware where what the company right now is doing and how is the company doing right now how what is the difference last year and what the prospect is, what the vision is, what the goals are, mm-hmm. I think is profound. Even if you have not the responsibility, but you have to be aware and observe.
0: Okay, nice. Do you have like one message to uh, all the HR people out there? <laughs> <Go> <laughs> I for would it. say yes,
1: <laughs> be interested more on the business, mm-hmm. what the business is. Because you have all the empathy, you have all the skills, the people skills. They are mostly very high qualified mm-hmm. for this profession but be more interested on business.
0: Build your expertise on business. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jana. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. For our auditors, if you have heard uh, this podcast and you are very interested to come to my micro to uh, explain your passion or your job, then please have a look at our website, hrmeetup.org. You have like uh, events and there you can subscribe for a podcast. Podcast.